Another Miami Hurricanes player who I really like is exiting through the transfer portal. Thank you for everything, Jalen Knighton. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor on allhurricanes.com. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen, or in this case, maybe your second listen. This is a bonus episode. Guys, I told you, with the portal going on, recruiting going on before National Signing Day, if ever something big happens, incoming or outgoing, we're going to try to do an extra episode when we can. This podcast is available free, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your pods, and available free on YouTube. The rooster has crowed for the final time in a Miami Hurricanes uniform. Jalen Knighton announced early Tuesday afternoon, that he's hitting the transfer portal. It's not a complete surprise, but I'm still sorry to see him go. And I'm sorry to see him go because, guys, I respect Jalen Knighton so much for the perseverance that he showed throughout this year. Like, I respect him for never quitting on his team during the season and never quitting on himself. And listen, I know some of you are saying, well, why would we praise a guy for not quitting? That should be the bare minimum. Uh, Unfortunately, that's the reality of, of football life in 2022, right? Not not everybody keeps themselves from quitting on their team throughout the year. Let's remember there's a certain other Miami running back who's in the transfer portal right now, not Jalen Knighton, another one that reportedly just walked out of a practice and basically you know quit on the team with a handful of games left to play. That was not Rooster. Rooster didn't do that. This guy worked through his adversity this year. And I, you know, obviously he's not finishing his career at Miami, but I respect him not only for finishing the season, but for finishing the season strong because it wasn't a strong start to the year for Knighton. He had a tough season. You know, he probably expected to be, you know, the starter heading into the year based on the way last year finished for him. He was really good last season. But, you know, Knighton was banged up when the season started. You know, he and Henry Parrish had a healthy competition for RB1. And, you know, Parrish got the job to start the year because Rooster was banged up. And then Parrish never really gave, gave it up, right? Uh, so, you know, he wasn't getting as much featured playing time throughout the year as he probably hoped or expected to get. And then when Rooster did play September and October, he had those fumbling struggles, Lost three fumbles this year. They all seem to happen in really big spots, like in that North Carolina game. Uh, I'm sure that was tough for him mentally. It was tough for coaches to trust him after that. He was benched for that Virginia game. But instead of sulking, instead of taking his ball and going home, instead of calling his mom to come pick him up, Jalen Knighton worked through his adversity. And when he got his opportunity to play late in the year from the Florida State game on, he made the most of it. He ran really hard, right? And just based on everything that happened earlier in the year, obviously I suspected there was a chance that Rooster wouldn't return this year. Obviously I suspected that. I was hoping he would stay. I wish this young man the best. He finished out the year 423 rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, wasn't as big of a factor in the passing games as I thought he would be. He had uh, 82 receiving yards this year. 
Uh, I really wish him well. Um, I, I don't have any clues, at least as of yet, where Knighton might end up. I'm sure there's going to be a handful of interested programs, because guess what? I, I think that it speaks a lot to his character, and we know he's an explosive back, obviously. He's got the talent, he's got the speed, he's got some of the measurables that you want to have in a backfield, but we also know he's he's got a lot of character, right? Because if if I'm entering that transfer portal, if I'm a coach looking at prospective running backs to bring in through the portal – I'm probably going to favor the guy who worked through his issues and didn't complain about them versus somebody who chose a different path. So I, I would imagine that Rooster is going to get a lot of calls in the portal. We'll see if Coach Prime is interested in Colorado, right? Coach Prime has already called up Avante Williams, the former Miami safety who's in the portal. He announced today, did Avante, he's got an offer from Colorado. So he's got an offer to go play for Dion out there. That's That'd probably be especially especially if you're a defensive back, that would probably be a big dream come true to go play for a team that's, uh, that's coached by coach prime. Um, but listen, with, with rooster on the way out, uh, we already knew this. We know now more than ever, Miami needs to find running backs. I believe not only in recruiting for the class of 2023, I think we need to find at least one veteran running back in the transfer portal as well. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the first before we talk about the options here. Let's talk about Miami's backfield because it's not all bad news, right? I mean, I'm I'm unhappy to see Rooster go, but you've got Travante Citizen working his way off the knee injury that he suffered in fall camp. Citizen, who made it almost completely through camp before getting hurt, I think it was in the second scrimmage when he got injured. He looked like a monster. <laughs> in fall camp, the true freshman out of Louisiana. Like I got a chance to meet citizen at media day before fall camp started and watch him practicing a little bit grown man. <laughs> like he's got the NFL running back build already at the time. He was uh, you know, seven, uh, 18 years old going on 19. And I guess now he's 19 going on 20. Uh, so Trevante citizen, assuming everything is is good for him coming off of the knee injury and the surgery and his recovery is on schedule, hopefully ahead of schedule. Trevante citizen, I'm telling you, he could very well end up being Miami's starting running back to start the 2023 season. He looked that good as an incoming true freshman. The guy's a monster. Henry Parrish is back next year. He just transferred it transferred in from Ole Miss last year. Don Chaney. He's expected back. We all have to kind of hope that Cheney can stay healthy because, unfortunately, the young man has had terrible luck with injuries. So I almost look at Cheney like if he can get through a full season as a contributor, it's like the icing on the cake because just, you know, he's had such a hard time staying healthy. You got to hope and pray that he does, right? Um, Lucius Stanley, who transferred in as a walk-on from UAB during last year, he got a significant amount of playing time this year. He should be back. Uh, but you know, this group of running backs, you know, is they're always one or two injuries away from being in big trouble because you're not very deep. You've got Rooster now in the transfer portal, you've got Thad Franklin, as we've known for a while now, in the transfer portal. Uh, and Miami currently does not have a single committed running back for the class of 2023. So that's something we are trying to work on. I say we as if I'm on the recruiting staff. I, I wish I was. I'd probably be a terrible recruiter, but I, I wish I had some input on this. But Miami is, they're trying to rectify this problem. So we're going to talk about who's on the board and where Miami stands. And are there good veteran transfer portal options as well? Uh, but guys, I want to remind you, 
give the gift of Omaha Steaks. When I received Omaha Steaks last Christmas for the first time in my life, I was blown away. And now I am giving the gift of Omaha Steaks to others. And we've got a great deal for you. Really two great deals on top of the other. Omaha Steaks is America's favorite butcher and their original butcher since 1917 and a holiday gift that's guaranteed to be loved. You can achieve gift-giving greatness when you give the gift of preciously aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. You'll be like the Hercules of Christmas. Go to omahasteaks.com and use code Locked on at checkout to get $30, $30 off your order. They already have 50% off everything. You can take an extra $30 off of that 50% with our code locked on. So we've got the best deals for you guys at Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code locked on at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Locked On at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Ooh, thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen and your first watch today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So, yeah, I wish I wish Rooster nothing but the best. I have respect. Good player. I like him a lot. So, um, you know, I mentioned Miami currently does not have a committed running back for the class of 2023. There is one that the Canes are working hard to get a signature from, whether it's later this month in early signing day or. February late signing day. Obviously, you'd prefer to know what you have in December rather than wait until February, but it is what it is. It is a University of Miami versus University of Florida battle for four-star American Heritage running back Mark Fletcher. He's going to make official visits both to Florida and the U before he picks his school. Now, he's visiting Florida first. So, obviously, if you're G5 Billy Napier and you don't want to get stuffed in the locker again by Mario Cristobal, he's going to do whatever he can to try and, and tell Fletcher, like, hey, buddy, don't even leave this beautiful metropolitan international city of Gaines of Gainesville. <laughs> I couldn't even say that without laughing. Don't leave the Ville without making up your mind because we we got to we want you to be a Gator. We want to keep you here. Like they they're not even going to want to let Fletcher leave town without you know committing or silently committing to Florida. But Fletcher Fletcher has said uh, that he he absolutely plans to make a Miami visit as well, which will happen at some point, hopefully later this month, but definitely later in the process. Um, you know, and as we've talked about here on Locked On Canes, he's also been receiving phone calls from Coach Prime. You know, I know uh, I know that's one that Dion is recruiting. Dion's also recruiting his high school teammate Brandon Innes, who's an Ohio State verbal commit, five star wide receiver. So it's. It's coming down to Miami versus Florida for Fletcher. And it's like, I can only speculate because honestly, I'm not sure if the young man has made up his mind yet. Um, he probably hasn't made up his mind because, you know, you can talk to somebody from a Miami side that report that, you know, uh, that claims to have sources or information and, and they might tell you he's in, we're going to get him, you know, he's, don't worry about Florida. This is Miami's to lose. 
But then you can also talk to someone on the Florida side with those Florida connections or claim to have Florida connections. They'll tell you the exact same thing. Like there's definitely confidence on both sides for Mark Fletcher. This is a player you would love to have. And uh, I, I thought this was, this was interesting. So um, shortly after Rooster announced that he was hitting the transfer portal, I follow Mark Fletcher on Twitter and he tweeted out a shocked face emoji followed by the eyes emoji. So listen, it's obviously cryptic, but I can only assume based on the timing and based on the reaction that that was somehow related to Jalen Knighton hitting the portal. So I have to wonder if Fletcher looked at that and said, okay, even more opportunity now at Miami, right? Because they're back. They need me more than they needed me a few minutes ago before he hit the portal. Right. But yeah, they've got citizen there. And I hope Fletcher doesn't mind competing by the way. Like I hope Fletcher's not just going to go to whichever school has like a thinner backfield. Like I, 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 cause those aren't the types of young men that Mario Cristobal is looking for. And I'm not saying Fletcher is, I just hope he isn't because Mario needs to be bringing in dogs at every position who want to compete for every snap of playing time that they're going to get. But Fletcher probably looked at Knight and leaving and saying, oh, this is even more of an opportunity to go to Miami, and Miami needs me even more right now than they needed me before. So I thought that that reaction was definitely uh, worth noting, okay? Um, and listen, as far as potential other targets go, you know, Chris Johnson – We've talked about him, four-star out of Dillard, who's definitely a different body type because Fletcher is much bigger, more of a bruiser. Chris Johnson, he's a lot like Jalen Knight, right? It's very, very similar sort of running style. He's probably a little bit faster. Well, I don't know. He might be faster than Rooster. I'm not, I, I don't have their 100-meter times in front of me to compare, but Chris Johnson is that sort of player. He's more of a, a quick weapon um, and, you know, Miami's been recruiting Johnson from Dillard. I don't think they've ever stopped recruiting him. But just based on some comments that he's made where, like, he kind of doesn't look at Miami the same way because of just how poor of a season they had on the field, it, it sounds to me like Johnson and everyone has their own priorities. It sounds to me like Johnson wants to go to a team that's, like, closer to being championship caliber right now than Miami is. And if that's his priority, God bless, right? We need to have individuals – in Miami, who are ready to carry the burden of last year's five and seven and to build it back up just brick by brick. Like they need to understand that you're not coming into like a cushy situation for a team that's going to be in the college football playoff next year. You're coming into a, a team that uh, the culture has been broken here for a long time. And, you know, we're looking for alphas and people who want to compete at Green Tree every single day and not walk off the practice field in the middle of practice like someone reportedly did. So, you know, ho hopefully everybody who comes in here understands the type of work that needs to be done. And if that's not the way you want to do it, go somewhere else. I don't think Miami is for you. So I'm not sure. Just based on Johnson's comments, I, I don't know if he if he's really feeling – Miami anymore um now someone um I'm, I'm sure Miami is going to be after I don't think he's decommitted or anything like that yet uh but we're, we're kind of waiting on this one so with Louisville just changing coaches Scott Satterfield just decided enough of this I'm going to Cincinnati <laughs> all right I mean he just I don't know. It seems like he was he was doing pretty well at Louisville. They had a, a tough start to the year, good finish to the year. He decided to to restart the clock somewhere else. 
um, that that's obviously gonna gonna put some of their commits in jeopardy. Like you know, at linebacker, I know Miami is really ramping up their efforts to flip Stanquan Clark from Louisville to Miami, and I'm sure because I have an understanding that Miami is going to try to flip five-star running back Reuben Owens from Louisville. Miami's definitely interested in Owens. I don't know if that interest is mutual. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of suitors for him because he's one of the crown jewels of this recruiting class. But that's definitely a name to keep an eye on, right? And, you know, obviously Louisville's going to try to create a little stability around their recruiting situation, but it's not going to be easy. That that situation there also, of course, has an effect on uh, Reuben Bain, who we talked about in our early episode today, Louisville's uh, no long. I don't know how serious he was about Louisville anyway, but they're no longer in the running for him. And also Auburn who just changed coaches is no longer in the running for Ruben Bain. So we'll have to see how that might affect Ruben Owens and Stan Quan Clark. Uh, we'll talk about a transfer portal option for the Canes right after we talk about built bar. You've got to try this, guys. I'm talking about Built's new reimagined flavors, the cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, coconut brownie topper. You've got the white chocolate peppermint granola, which is perfect for the holiday season. It's Built's take on the granola bar, so it's more filling and still insanely tasty. And candy cane brownie puffs. Oh, those are good. I love the puffs. Built puffs are like biting in to the universe's most delicious cloud. First off, anyone who hasn't tried Built Bars before, they're literally the best tasting protein bars ever built. They're revolutionizing nutrition as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly low sugar and calories, only 130 calories. Just sink your teeth into that first bite. It'll change your life forever. I'm not kidding. There's going to be a time before you tried these new Built flavors. And then the magical, wonderful time afterwards. You're probably wondering which new flavors my favorite it's an unanswerable question. They're all unbelievable, and they're all different. So you can order a mixed box and try all five flavors for yourself. Built, you got to try this. Get 15% off your order right now by using the code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So, you know, with Jalen Knighton leaving through the portal and also Thad Franklin leaving through the portal, um, Miami, they they need to ramp up their efforts and bring in new running backs in, right? Talked about how badly we all want Mark Fletcher to pick Miami over Florida. I want to stuff Billy back in that locker, please. <laughs> you know, we're talking about how, how much we'd love to have a guy like Ruben Owens, if you could flip him from his Louisville commitment. Uh, as far as the transfer portal goes, I, I was looking through uh, our pals at uh, Kane Sport today. And I have heard this on a couple of occasions. Uh, a, line, uh, a running back that Miami is tracking is L.J. Johnson Jr. out of Texas A&M. He's a redshirt sophomore. There's a lot of players from Texas A&M hitting the portal, as we know. Uh, he left Texas A&M, though this guy actually left L.J. with several weeks left in the season as he was barely being used. So, again, I, you know, I... I'm not a big fan of that. Like, I, I don't know what exactly happened there, but I'm not a big fan of guys who leave the team before the year is over. Uh, he had 10 carries for 39 yards only last year. In 2021, had just 21 rushes for 76 yards. Um, so according to, uh, I think it was Matt Shodell and Kane Sport, Miami coaches are tracking him. He's young as a redshirt sophomore, was former uh, highly regarded. He was a four-star prospect. 
He was also held back this past fall camp by hamstring issues, or perhaps he could have emerged more this year, they write. So, you know, like anything out there, obviously, anytime you pick up somebody through the portal, there's always a chance you're getting somebody with some character concerns because, like, why are they leaving their other school in the first place? Sometimes it's just, let me get an opportunity to find a better fit, and that's fine. Like, for the Miami guys who are leaving through the portal, God bless you. Go be great. I don't take it personally. I really don't. Like, I really don't take it per- I, I, You know, these guys have the luxury of being able to go somewhere else. So if you can find a better opportunity for you that's going to help you and your family, like in the case of Daryl Jackson, wants to be closer to his sick mom, I, I respect it, right? If somebody feels like I need to go somewhere else to give me a better chance to get into the league, I respect it. Do your thing, right? But then there's also a chance, you know, you're – you may be bringing somebody in who had like a character issue where they were. So you have to vet these players very carefully, right? You need to dot all your I's, cross all your T's, talk to as many character references as you possibly can. How hard does this guy practice? How seriously does this guy take meetings? Does he take care of his body on a regular basis? You have to find out all these things before you bring anybody in through the transfer portal. So yeah, running back is a big need, not the only need, right? I mean, running back, cornerback safety offensive line uh you know i don't think miami's gonna overly aggressively pursue any quarterbacks but i know some of you like i i mentioned something about like i think i used the word i think we're good at quarterback i was talking more about the numbers like because you've got van dyke coming back and garcia and jacari brown and emory williams coming in I just don't see Miami prioritizing quarterback over positions where they desperately have needs. But then a lot of you said, like, Dono, don't say we're good at quarterback. If we can find somebody better, like I know there's a lot of uh, a lot of big Devin Leary fans who watch this. He's in the portal. Uh, you know, it seems like half the ACC quarterbacks are in the portal right now. You know, so, okay, I mean, listen, maybe, maybe if there's an option too good to pass up, or it could be somebody – who maybe competes for like a backup spot like Butterfield out of Oregon, who obviously Mario knows. So, you know, I don't necessarily know if Miami's going to make a big splash of like a starting caliber guy in the portal, but maybe they could look at quarterbacks, but there's other positions that are more filling uh, desperate needs right now. So yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in and, uh, and checking out our second episode of the day. I wish Jalen Knighton nothing but the best. And guys, if you can do us a favor, if you're listening to an audio version, be sure to hit five stars, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. And if you're watching the video version on YouTube, make sure to hit the thumbs up button, hit the like button and subscribe to our channel. We will talk to you guys again tomorrow on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.